Welcome to Me, You, and Weeaboo, a show where our anime expert Metzger takes me, a non-expert Eric, on a metaphorical, metaphysical, metoprolol bus tour of the anime world. And who's that sitting right next to me? Oh, that's you, listener. Hey, what do you do? What, what's this note? What's this? Uh, we're going to bring down the proletariat. Oh, the bourgeoisie. Oh, I see. We are the proletariat. Okay. And, okay, don't show this note to Metzger. Metzger is, uh... Mesker's in with them. Mesker's with the rich. Hi, listener. Would you like to hang your coat up? I've got this beautiful coat rack that I just made. Don't trust her. Also, there's fruit salad. She made it on the backs of the hard workers. The the fruit salad and the coat rack may or may not have come from the same place. (laughs) That's where where do you buy both coat racks and fruit salads? From a fruit tree. Okay, well, and you know what they say. Answer... Yeah, you know they say something about uh, a fish and a man and and eating. You can teach a man how to fish, but that doesn't mean he can swim. But that doesn't mean he can build a coat rack. So, with that, asking <laughs> a bunch of questions and and leaving many things unanswered. We uh we get back to Juju. Juju this week brought to you by Guitar Mans. Uh we supply the best guitars sponsor. Um okay. So Oh, it's a sad boy fight. and and oh, he fight an archer and oh, the archer looks blind. Archer looks blind. Archer shoots arrows that do impossible curves. That's because they're tainted with blood. Blood. Did you ever arrows. watch Did you ever watch Avatar? Like the last airbender, not like the not the girl not one. Not like the blue man group the movie. Uh, oh yeah. Well, so I was thinking of the girl one. You decided to twist it and do the Pocahontas one. Um I I have seen the Pocahontas one, not the not much of the app, but I have seen like a thing about it. I had a buddy who came to one of my martial arts tournaments. He goes, Eric, you move like an earthbender. And I'm like, you can't come here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I really so, am. So, <laughs> you should leave. <laughs> Corey, please go. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're gonna so alienate anyway. a lot of a lot of the dwindling American audience we have by adding Avatar. So alright. We we have where this guy's able to control blood somehow. And he's also juicing, apparently. Um, also, yeah, blood bending is a thing in Avatar, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like some sort of variant. I've never watched Avatar. I actually think technically this is like Korra. I almost said the last airbender, but she's she's not. She's the second to last. I think she's a waterbender, right? Isn't that how she gets to this? Like She's blue. So, so there's there's water in your blood, so you can use dark magic and bend people's blood till it's not in their bodies anymore okay i mean that's cool and also you could like change your metabolism make yourself real lean because you could manipulate your blood sugar and stuff i don't know i'm just kind of eric just kind of thinking about like the practical uses of this i could make myself like super chill lower my heart rate and apparently he does like all these things and more and also puts his blood in 
bags and it also yes it seems like he can only manipulate his own blood it doesn't seem like it's not like all blood is fair game that would be overpowered and i'm here to say that that would be ridiculous that you are a special grade guy at that point well it is his clan clan's uh hereditary technique can he manipulate other people in his clan's blood? Ooh, I don't know. No, because I I think the one sad boy is part of his clan or was part of his clan. No, he's part of another clan. Okay. Right? I think that's how that works. I I know I'm, he's like maybe go do a quick clan. Google. Okay. Cuz cuz some clan affiliations. Fushiguro is part of the Xenon clan, which is where Maki and Mai come from, right? Yes. Question mark. Uh I mean Xenon is is the clan that they mentioned before. Meanwhile, the Xenon's hereditary technique is the Ten Shiki from the Shadows. So you can use your shadow to summon ten different Shikigami. Which is a lot, and apparently they waver in size significantly, and the amount of kind of effort it takes to. And apparently to really they have to be, they have to be tamed. Tamed, yeah, yeah. Um, we this episode kind of bounces around a whole lot, so to make things a little bit more linear, uh, we're going to talk about all of sad boy and archer boy before we go on to anything else that might be happening simultaneously yeah so we have sad boy and and they're they're fighting and he's explaining his technique and there's a finally draws a sad boy draws out an elephant and the elephant does a and that launches a whole bunch of water what does the elephant do it does a and it sends a whole bunch of water knocking our guy through the building out the window. And he's like, oh, no. Base, my only weakness. No, At he, which point a bird he, hits him. He gets pushed. You're oversimplifying it. God. He gets pushed out of the thing. And he's like, oh, no, I'm wet. That means. And then the bird shows up, which has lightning power. So this bird well, doesn't like, like open spaces. Yeah, because the bird. Yeah. Like, hey, what does lightning strike? Birds. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm also not super right, but all right. Yeah. So okay. Um. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Simultaneously, somewhere else. Tofu. Rice Ball Boy is on the hunt for second grade cursed spirit. Whoopsie. We hey, unleashed. Here. Yeah. I'm getting a phone call. Oh, great. Is it uh, your here, grandma? I'll put it up right now. Give me a second. Hello? Go to sleep. See, <laughs> 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 monkey stole my money. Okay. Gulliver, wake up. <laughs> so <laughs> that is 
the most wonderful Trixie I've ever, ever seen. Um, Where he stole Mechamaru's arm, starts calling the teammates, knocks them unconscious. He oopsie bumps into what was supposed to be a second grade cursed spirit, but is instead a semi first grade. And there's some shenanigans that happen between the principal and Blind Archer about, hey, make sure you kill Yuji. Yeah, Blind Archer was like, it's my decision to kill them. And then he like looks sad and off into the distance. Pretend to be the leader they want you to be. Mom. Yeah. Why? Why? Why is Mama slut? Yeah, why does everyone hate my mom? It's because she's a slut. Well, <laughs> how come no one hates me? Because you're the, you're the heir. Guy. Yeah. You're, you're just kind of there. You're your third wife, first son. So you get to be important again, but your mom's still trash. So Rice Ball Boy is like in the woods, and we get kind of this flash that's like, <laughs> we released an extra big one that's solely designed to target Itadori. <laughs> Look how bad we are. And that's from the principal man. And I mean, the, the creature just kind of comes into distance and immediately dies as our mother nature, big bad boy comes in. I and... love how it's like sticking its head out from behind this tree. And you're like, oh, and then its head keeps going, and you're like, oh, this it's is dead. a long neck boy, and then it just falls off, and I'm like, I was not expecting that hat trick. Yeah, immediately dead. Jarringly so. And so then, you're just like, uh-oh, it's the big guy. And you see just Rice Ball Boy go, Tofu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's just like, I don't quite know how to deal with this. <laughs> I'm gonna run. So then we get to our, uh, I mean, we're, everyone's still kind of facing down in the woods, except for um, our girl who's asleep and was swordless. So she kind of wasn't really helping out much anyway. <laughs> yeah, she kind of knew as she was just standing there awkwardly singing a song about how she didn't have her sword anymore. Like that was now her greatest contribution to this effort. I don't have a sword and I don't know what to do. I feel that I've had that work vibe before. <laughs> <sighs> so Hanami shows up, destroys the the semi first grade cursed spirit. All the talismans burn up at once, and Goju totally wants to take credit. He's like, "I would love if we could say that this was all the effort of wonderful teacher Goju." But hey, can we talk about magic that I would never do? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's a force field that keeps only Goju out. What? That's a magic that I would never do. So all other magic is like fair. Just magic that doesn't, that keeps Goju away from you is Raising bad magic. Raising the dead. Filing my taxes automatically. Melting the earth. All good. Just not... Goju I just need Goju out. with me all the time. Yeah. So that's a magic that they did that kept Goju out. 
And a man with an axe and a love for skin cushions decides that he's <laughs> he's gonna like try to fight Goju, get his nice skin, maybe beautiful eyes. He's gonna make a co rack out of him. Yeah. And it's gonna be a nice one. Um and it doesn't happen because the magic he did was too good. And also apparently bad intel. I is it bad? Is it bad intel, or is it just that things didn't go quite as planned? As the principal rushes in with a guitar. Okay, so he. I always suspected that the I principal. I am so conflicted now. Okay, so I I saw the earrings and thought, okay, powerful people can sometimes have earrings, but also not powerful people who want to pretend to be. Like, I don't know, like 90s motorcyclists or something like that. Like I was once watching this in the P90X2 with Tony Horton. There's a guy in the very intro of it who has an earring and is like sweaty and ripped and like giant. But like all I can fix it is that he has this like weird ass looking earring. And so I didn't do P90X2 because I was too busy laughing at this dude's ear. And I realize that's judgmental. I realize I'm not being my best me, but it just didn't look good. So <laughs> what I'm getting at is I always suspected he was a wild card, but a freaking electric guitar? That's oh, different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got this tank top, this wife beater on underneath it on top of that. And he's just like, then kill me. And then he strums it, which is the most metal. badass. I loved it. It was. It was. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty metal. Pretty. I metal. was very into it. I got flashes of our dear beloved rock star friend, friend of the show, um, and and I was very into it. I imagine that that's what he's like as an old man. We're we're gonna fight Hanami now, or at least we're gonna get a little bit of. We're gonna try. And and uh, fight Hanami. The the uh, I almost said a guitar. We're not there yet. The principal's not fighting Hanami. I I want to see the principal fight though. I'm ready for it. I'm. I need to see. I it bought now. my ticket to this concert. I'm waiting in line. I'm maybe gonna hit up the merch table. It's gonna be vibrational bass. That's what his stuff is gonna be, right? We know that. Either way. Our our three schoolboys are gonna fight Hanami. The blood does nothing. Cursed speech did though, but it caught it. So you're having a cool fight with the kid from the other school, and it's like real intense, and you're talking about like feelings, and he's getting kind of deep with you, and then suddenly it's like run. <laughs> <laughs> I I am simping for Tuna Mayo Boy. I, we don't ever such, like kind power. Like he's very nice. We don't ever get to hear him talk for real, but when we do, it's so good. You know, he just tells us what to do, and then <laughs> we are compelled into action. <laughs> <laughs> he's the dom of jujitsu kaisen that is how i imagine that scene now him just going 
run. (laughs) (laughs) Run. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh. Okay, so we did learn earlier, though, that cursed speech can be easily avoided by high-level users. All you have to do is just protect your ears with cursed energy. So... Plot twist, he can also sign. <laughs> you have to protect your eyes. <laughs> what is what was that about good eyes make good hands? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, plot twist. Uh, so, okay. We I'm just have... saying that he's no longer going to be effective against Hanami because it worked once since Hanami didn't know that it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And now that Hanami knows about it, they're just going to use cursed energy to not get fucked up by Rice he's gotta, Boy. He's got to do a sneak. That's that's all it takes. The challenge to that's a sneak. To where so they're he not was most effective. Anymore. Yeah, he was most effective initially. And now that he's been found out, he's useless. Blood's useless. Fushiguro tore Hanami's pants. Which was just a blow to someone's pride more than anything else. Which Hanami just says, stop it, foolish children. And chastises them because apparently he's embodiment of, like, mother nature? I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they, they explain that to us, where they themselves are the embodiment of of the elements. And this is essentially the planet. This is the Earth where Hanami but gets the Earth to hear has negative energy that makes a curse. Yeah, because it's being destroyed. Oh, that's fair. I'm sorry. It's it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty upset about um the vagrants living on top of it. We are essentially fleas to the planet, and it's time for a flea bath. Well, okay, so this is a different twist on a familiar idea about like viruses and like hurricanes and stuff like that like the earth trying to balance us out it actually just kills us directly and it leaves us with die and become sages what's a sage i guess it's a sage tree no way there's no, it can't be that simple, right? I was so tempted to watch ahead to be like, what does that mean? What do sages mean? Tell me. You're going to lose your shit when I, when it's just like, I want to make y'all into trees. Yep. I'm going to be so mad at you. So <laughs> speaking of so, mad at you, let's move on to Wonder Egg. Actually, real quick. I want to have a little sidebar Eric corner. Okay. Hey everybody, this is Eric's Corner, where we're going to have a little bit of learn time. Um, this is what Eric learned about anime and the Japanese world this week. Okay, so Metzger, are you sitting on the light-colored rug? I'm up on a chair, got my little book in hand. How did this fit in the bus? Um, well, we we tore out the back seats, Metzger. I wasn't. I turned around for two seconds, and you guys have turned it into a tiny home. Now you we can live see here. That I couldn't get them fully out of the window. <laughs> so the seats are just kind of like stuck halfway in the window. Um. Anyways, so I placed a rug on the ground, and there's a chair that I'm sitting in. It, there's no seatbelts. Please come sit. This is Eric's time. Okay. So there's. First of all, we are watching Juju, which is considered a shonen, right? Mm-hmm. 
Then there's one that's called Sunin or Sunin. And that one is geared for kind of the next level up dude. That's like, I think uh, Shonen is like supposed to be like teenage kids. And then uh, Sunin is supposed to be like for older teenagers slash college aged adult men. Um, and an example of a Sunin is the famous movie Akira. Yeah. And then also one of the things that I was interested in was the fact that like sometimes our anime goes from like this real like uh, static, almost like color drawn thing to these like high resolution, high frames per second style of drawing. That's very like actiony. We talked about it in one of the episodes where it was like, oh, hey, I felt like I was running with the wolf with him. That is very intentional. And I learned about the fact that, like, um, many animes uh, intentionally, like, put out, like, uh, most of the the movie in, like, a lower frames per second, uh, generally less than, like, 10 frames per second. Um, and they, they like, uh, color the background and they'll do certain things. But the animation is uh, low res, for lack of a better way to say it. And then they'll have these moments where a bunch of money and a bunch of time and efforts fit into these just couple of seconds where it gets up to around 20 frames per second. Um, and these are usually reserved for fight scenes, usually reserved for things that like you want like rippling effects or momentum or you want to like make something freaking weird. And a lot of our intro has like these moments crammed into it. And that's intentional to try to make it appear uh, hi more highly animated and more uh, dynamic in nature to appeal to those audiences that are looking for that type of thing. Um, and then this has overall progressed in our like ability. Like so uh, Akira, the, the famous one, uh, I discovered was apparently one of the biggest ones that initially did this immensely high frames per second literally millions and millions of dollars sunk down the hole of just sheer animation costs of the movie and it was at the time an astounding work of animation and now it still holds up pretty freaking well as far as animation abilities but we have progressed in such a way to make making things that are animated more uh easier more accessible and uh and making animators lives a little bit easier so those are two things about the types of animes that i learned about what is a sunan anime and uh, about like the types of uh, uh creative process that goes into these i think this it has would been be... eric's corner i think it would be seinen Se is it seinen S-E-I-N-E-N. But it, this is the Descartes kind of thing. It, I, I, think, I think it would be... Let me, let me have... Yeah, it's Seinen. Okay, cool. And then <laughs> there is Shoujo, which means young yeah. girl. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm a big fan Jose, of Shoujo's. Which, which I think Jose is more like what we're watching with Wonder Egg. Um, I, I would say that it's somewhere between uh, no, shoujo. I no. would not. Say, Wonder Egg is not an anime specifically for women. It, uh, okay. It's it's classified as psychological or a horror. 
Um, okay, so just to give the listener more, um, Sojo uh, often translates to young girl and is supposed to be the counterpart to Shoujin. Or Shoujo. excuse me, Shonen. Shoujo animes are like Fruits Basket, Card Captor Sakura, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is literally the thing for this right now. Uh, Jazai is aimed at adult women and are often series related for romantic tales for uh, women. Uh, in popular uh, recent years, they've become more shonen-like in adventure and uh, been more focused on being like a more female role version of Another shonen. prominent thread is BL. Kodomumake is children. It's just directed at children. Like, this is for kids. We we tried. And they don't distinguish between male or female. Oh, no. I like Steven just... Universe. I mean, you're going to completely, you're going to skip over Echi and Harem and Isekai. Too much. Slice of life. This has been Eric's E-H-E-K. learning corner. Metzger, you leave now. Off the carpet. This is my van. Bus. <laughs> it's become a van. <laughs> We've shrunk it so much. This is my jetliner. Ooh, now we're driving through the streets in a Boeing 747. We should watch Princess Jellyfish. And speaking of jellyfish, let's talk about the types of animals, the cute little cuddly animals that they got today in Wonder Egg. Hey, by the way, listener, if Wonder Egg and the topics that it talks about um, aren't your kind of cup of tea, because these are some heavier topics, um, especially featuring around like abuse and uh, suicide and those types of things. This is your kind of opportunity to tap out, and that's perfectly fine. We love you and we care about you. We want you to live a good, happy life, and we'll see you again next week. Now, moving okay, bye. on. Oh, wait, sorry. It's not that part. Not that part. <laughs> moving on to uh, Wonder Egg. Okay. So there's a sleepy girl. Relatable. She's such a sleepy girl. She's in a robe. She's got her stuffed animals and that awkward eye patch, one akin to what I used to wear when I had uh, Bell's palsy. I forgot about that. You were, I yeah. made so many pirate jokes about it too. I, I used to have to tape my eyeballs shut so it wouldn't dry up at night. We had the question about who would be the pirate king, and everyone said you, and I got very upset. <laughs> you got so upset, which just made I it better. That's so much. I was like, I have good management skills. They're just not being adequately utilized in this role. I was not invested in your little game until you started to get upset, and then I was like, oh, this is good. Yes. And then they're like, well... You could be if it were like something like a Pirate Pete's Pizzeria. <laughs> and then I just left. I just left work. I went home. <laughs> Filled out a trademark for Pirate Pete's Pizzeria. And now I have a DBA doing business as Pirate Pete's Pizzeria. In the mines. In he the serves, mines. Eric serves pizza in the mines. Mine pizza. You thought okay. that he was mining down there. No, really, he just opened a food court. Yeah, I got the <laughs> Papa Pete's P- P- Pirate Pizzeria. I had to subsidize under P- Papa J sponsor. Um, so I would never accept that sponsorship. I would accept their news. You heard that. And- you heard me, Papa John's. You're not welcome here. Is is Fruka's cheese? Get that shit out of here. 
Okay, never mind. Mesker doesn't want that sweet, drippy mozzarella. No. Knock that shit off. Either way, <laughs> our girls are heroes, damn it! So, they're proud to be heroes. And they are the not monsters, proud to be heroes. Their monsters are like, we also see that you're heroes. The, and the, they're yeah, like, they hold up, we're not heroes now. Because you ripped your mask off and got bitey powers. You look like my cat. When he gets all bitey, get them wide eyes, he goes... <laughs> so those are called haters. like. Which is very funny. I mean, I too have a crowd of haters in the comments. <laughs> Do we? Do no. we have haters in the comments? No, there's no comments. I went, give me comments. I'll take the hate. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't. I'm very soft. He, you do not, do not at Eric on Twitter and tell him he would make a terrible pirate captain. He will oh, cry. I would, I would just post picture after picture of me being sad in a pirate <laughs> hat holding a pizza. Again, I was not invested in this, but now I, I want to see it. That's Please at Eric at anime underscore bus. Oh man, this is gonna be I one of the tell him what a terrible pirate captain he would be. Okay, I've got solid leadership skills. I've got good swordsmanship. And guess what? I probably could Bonus take a point. Hater. He has to make the pizza himself. Okay. I have the ability to make pizzas. This has been uh verified um by you no less. So <laughs> So we've established this. All right, moving forward. Haters gonna take off their mask. They gonna straight up bite at you. It hurts. We gotta just maintain the status quo. Oh, and now we're awake. And we don't know what to do about the haters. Let's go talk to some mannequins about it. So, okay, we have... I've also discovered that the mannequins have, like, security cameras into their dreams. I don't understand it, but... That's what happens. And they can see the haters and they kind of like jack pull them out of the, the jack. They, they pull them out of the matrix. They ring the, the phone and they're like, just maintain the status quo. This is fine. Protect the wonder egg girl. She is our priority. And then that's when it cuts. And then it's and like, yeah, roll credits. And then they're like, okay, so haters are new. They hate the fact that you're heroes. And they're like, who, us? And they're like, yeah, shut up. And so here's a power up. And then they get these Level cute up. pets. They, they get, get these... cute little pets. I guess if you were going to get technical, you would want to call Wonder Egg Priority a shoujo. Because we've got some common tropes in this. We've got some preteen or teenage girls. We've got a lot of high school issues. No, you said it was a Josie. That's fair. Okay. All right. And now we've got we've got power up pendants. And we got these necklaces. We got little pets, and I can make them go away, come back, go away, come back. It's very nice. So, Mesker, which which pet would you pick? I'm not going to lie, I didn't, I didn't have any association with them. Like, when they popped out, I didn't care whose was whose. I wanted the lizard. I the little, immediately the boy. 
was drawn to the adorable snake. Of course you were. I debated on the alligator, but he looked a little, little mean. Nope, snake. <laughs> Just a little snake. This little nope rope. Look at this little guy. He's he goes. <laughs> I love snakes. <laughs> They're just silly. They hang. They're just doing snake things. I got a whole bunch of them that live in my yard over the warmer months. And we just kind of just like, well, hello, little friend. You just sunning on my back steps? That's okay. I'm just going to step over you. And they're like, okay, that's cool. My bite. Never know. But no, they never. They never coil or they never strike. They just kind of like, all right, you do you. We have a cute snake. Um, we also have a lizard and alligator and something else. And, and we have the nice. sinking sensation that something is up with Mr. Sawaki. Yeah, and they straight up like directly call out our theories. Like, and they even said something that's real interesting. This thing about like living boyfriends always abuse the woman's children. That like if it's the kid's a boy, he like hits him and is like abusive towards him. If he, it's a girl, they're sexual towards him. And is this a is this like a common thought? This is all completely new to me. Like I've never heard this hypothesis before. I do believe it's a pretty um I don't I don't want to say common since I obviously don't have a statistic for you or any sort of reading to back this up. But I am gonna say it's a trope for sure like it's very widely portrayed in american media where the stepdad will touch a stepdaughter or the stepdad is terribly abusive to a stepson Child abuse often linked to, um, this is me straight up, this is a 2001 article, uh, often linked to unrelated live-in lovers. Um, it has a familiar, there are no national statistics available. If you're looking at overall abuse, the natural parents are far more likely to be per per uh, perpetrators than anyone else. Um, this is from Kevin Kirkpatrick, a spokesman with the Chicago-based Prevention of Child Abuse in America. Um, Yeah, I said that it's a very common trope um, because uh, either of a breakdown in attachment or a familiar to create one for living lovers to become involved. Um, they don't love the kid, yada, yada, yada. So the kid remains a nuisance at best, um, but the parents are uh, more likely to cause direct harm. However, uh, there's a co-author uh, named Martin Daly uh, did a study talking about American child living with one genetic parent and one step parent was a hundred times more likely to suffer fatal abuse as a child living with two genetic parents. So it seems like the severity of the abuse is stronger with live-in parents, but the likelihood of abuse in some form or fashion is more likely with, and that makes sense because it's more likely that the two genetic parents are, are living with the child. This is very interesting. 
Uh, incidence of abuse was 33 times higher in a household where the mother was living with an unrelated boyfriend. The frickin' twists on this. Okay, this is very interesting. Uh, there's this uh, individual with the Allegheny County Department of Human Services, Mark Cherna. Um, says that I've always seen unrelated adults as a high risk, a red flag, if you will, especially with young children. When you have unrelated adults living in a house and uh, caring for a child of toddler age, especially, those children are at the highest risk. The paternal instinct is very different than it is to someone who is not related to this child. Very interesting. Okay. Well, we learned a thing today. So, okay. Given that, and given the fact that they outright said it in the show, do we think that that's the case, or do we think that I's reading too much into it, or do we think that I has a, a crush? I like the Occam's Razor, where the simplest solution is just that I is conflicted in her emotions about Mr. Sawaki. Oh, I wonder, because remember when when I was like apologizing, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I wonder if maybe they got into a small fight over this counselor where they both have crushes on him. Hey, what's the thing where he's straight up drawing someone? So he wants to be an artist, remember? Like, that's a thing. Yeah. And he starts drawing eye during their like little counseling appointments. And he's like, hey, don't have a complex. Your eyes are charming. Mm. And she's like, oh, charming. This older man. Is is complimenting me. I just want someone to look at me the way that he was featured in that one thing where he's like on a beach and his hair's like waving in the wind. Oh, yeah. And he and does he's that like turn. As hot as anyone in this anime is ever going to be hot. I, I mean, that is how we both see Goju, like just in our mind space, except we also see his majestic blue eyes. But like, I... I want somebody to just think of me like that. That is all I need in life. <laughs> so you need someone to think about you shin deep in ocean water with your hair. Just majestically waving in the perfect amount of wind. Not enough to like propel me into the air, but enough to like make my hair fly. Yeah, I need it to be just between that perfect level of the hair is trying to fly into my mouth. And, okay, first of all, the lizards eat haters. That's their bread and butter. And I want to know <laughs> what the real-life version of these lizards are, these reptilian creatures. Where can I get someone to eat all my haters? You know, if I go online, right, and I'm getting haters, who is my lizard? You just need to create a bot and force it to read thousands of hours of hate comments and then it responds with a more hateful more refined bot level comment yeah and then you just your haters just get caught up in arguments with bots your mom has butt disease <laughs> uh, 
feel like I could become a bot in like a second. <laughs> Your mom has butt disease. <laughs> okay, Metzger, that fucking moment where she's like, come on, the boss is coming. And the girl looks up and goes, it's already here. And then you see like Ai's neck get squeezed. Oh. My gut twisted. I was like, oh. I had I have this feeling that you might recognize. Sounds like, um, oh no, it sounds like this. So, anyways, yeah, gets by kicked by ghost, finds beads. Beads help see ghost. Ghost gets saw. That helps because the girl's like, oh, somebody else believes me. And then disappears. Like, that's you, all it took. You can see it. I'm not crazy. I can finally go to sleep. It is that terrible thing where I felt really bad for this girl. Because she's like, I've seen them my whole life. It's terrifying. My friends have abandoned me because I freaked them out. My parents don't know what to do with me. So they took me to a doctor. The doctor put me in the hospital, and you know what's worse than seeing cur- like ghosts and curses is the resentment and amount of grudge in a hospital where people are constantly afraid and people are constantly dying. So, Mesker, so okay, I guess I I'm, okay. Do, do ghosts exist? And then can people see them if they do? Or if they don't, is this just a thing that's like, oh, somebody has like um, so, some like challenges that they face that are unique to them, um, such as like schizophrenia or or other types of uh, of disorders where you can see things that are not there. Um, well, you wholeheartedly. Well, sorry. You Mesker know. scared me once with a ghost story. I, no, we don't do this. I was at the the local establishment for two days and Metzger and an old woman named Deb teamed up on me with ghost stories that gave me the spooks. And so then I, I was, stayed in that place for seven years. I what was not it? gonna bring that up, actually. Totally was oh, not. Okay. I was going to say... embarrassing life stories. <laughs> I was gonna tell you that you know that I want to believe in ghosts so bad. I want to, that nothing brings me more joy in life than a good spook. <sighs> Unfortunately, my brain is far too skeptical to actually believe in ghosts. I want it. I want it so bad. But it's just not there. So do we think that this girl's suffering with a, a particular disorder that, that causes this? No, or do, do I we believe, think that ghosts exist in this world? This do I believe in... This anime where the suicide guilt curiosity or requires some form of absolution, uh, do I believe that this dead girl can see other dead kids? Oh yeah, absolutely. Those are real ghosts. 
I don't know that it's all real. I I debate it. I I don't know if the girls are really fighting monsters or if this is like a group thing where they're imagining it. I I don't know. I'm not sold on it. Also, I don't know if the the one guy's bad. I don't want to think he's bad. I don't think he's bad. I'm going to throw that out there. I'm thinking we're going to get to see a whole lot more of him since he's about to start dating I's mom. I was about to say dating my mom, but then I realized I was not I. So <laughs> You are not a magical preteen girl. But I live life like I am. That's a weird set. Never mind. I'm getting you a Christmas present this year. Oh, no. Is it yeah. a pen that turns into a giant mace? Morning star? What? I think no, I was just like a battle axe of some type. I don't know. It's a bludgeoning. Uh, it was just gonna be a t-shirt, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can get a t-shirt, listener, um, on our store. Um, that doesn't exist. Don't do doesn't this. Doesn't exist. It's but you can request it on our Twitter, and we'll see how many people. Maybe I'll get together, get something together for us. It's anime underscore bus if you want more about our stuff and what I do and Metzger does. And we'll you know, you know what? Week. You get us to 200 listens and I'll come up with something and we'll put it on Redbubble. You heard it here first, listener. This is wonderful news. I didn't even know this was coming. This is great. Hey, listener. We're, we're going to come back next week. We're going to do it all over again. And we hope that you're along with us. We appreciate you and everything you do with us. And uh, on that note, bye. bye. Skydiving, Metzger. No more about it.